One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Poodle. Yes. We're here. We're trying something new. I hate new things. When's the last time you tried something new, Poodle? Um, well, the last time was when I had sex with my English TA who was male, and it kind of worked out. I've been found guilty. He's guilty, y'all. Love after Laka. Of love in the first degree. But I don't mind. Mm-mm. Sure don't. Long as you're here with me, a judge and the jury, when they heard my plea, you know they sent me up the river. Straight up fabric, okay? Uh, they put the blame on me, lock me up, throw away the Watch it, y'all. Those little Debbie cakes, they go everywhere. Nothing like a jumpsuit. So. (laughs) English teacher, an English teacher. He taught me a lot. Wow. (laughs) I bet he diagrammed you. No one diagrams sentences in college. <laughs> oh, yeah, they don't. They should. No. You Fine. should know how to do that. Why not? No, you already know how to do that. But isn't there like, comp- wasn't there like, did you ever do a diagramming competition? No. you have- That is shocking to me. But that's, that you haven't you done learn it. all the grammar. You do learn you know, all the grammar early. Do you know they don't even diagram anymore? Of course not. It's like, uh, it's kind of, uh. Uh, just gone the way of the dodo. Do you agree you know with that? What or they not? don't know how to do anymore. Oh, write, because no one knows how to fucking write anymore. If you've ever graded a college paper, no one knows how to write. I'm going to get off my soapbox. Okay, because well, this is love after lockup. Y'all, this is, I can't hear myself. This is love after lockup. That's better. Maybe you need more here. Maybe we need Ooh, it there. We're we there. That's yeah, better. That's Ooh, yes. Yeah, you're too loud. Ooh, don't don't hurt the me. The dulcet tones of my voice. No one I need more ever here. said that <laughs> about your Well, actually your singing voice, yes. I have a your, I have a beautiful speaking voice. Your speaking voice kind of sounds like a radiator that's always trying to heat up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, my speaking voice is mellifluous. Um, oh god. That is melodic. Um, Yo, this is La- this is Lalu. Lalu. Can I call it Lalu? No. Who, was, who were the Russian girls 
who wanted to fuck each other. Tattoo? I don't know. <laughs> I just know those Bellamy twins that fucked. That was weird. No, these were two girls. Oh. So, I don't, don't, please don't bring in your gay porn version no, of everything. I wasn't into that. I had friends that were into that. And I watched like two minutes of it. I was like, I can't watch this. These weren't sisters. These were like friends. Boy, we really went dark quick. <laughs> Y'all. You're the one who brought up gay porn incest. Welcome to the show, everybody. No, this is Love After Lock Up. After this is 90 Day Gays Presents Love. This is our inaugural show. Inaugural show. As you know, some of you that are some OG sissies, that's what we call our listeners, our sissies, because some of you might be new. Um, male, straight, women, gay, straight, whatever, trans, you're all sissies And everything to us. in between. You're all sissies to us. Um, you're all a bunch of sissies. Bunch of sissies, like us. And so <laughs> we did a Bi Curious episode of Love a After A long Lock-up. time ago. Actually, I think it's our highest rated Bi Curious episode. It was very well liked. How do we do ratings? <laughs> I just guess. <laughs> do you just... <laughs> made shit up it was very popular though it, it was, was like it was it was the most social media tweet out we had okay yeah and and then we decided people were like you got you guys gotta do this show you guys gotta do this y'all, show that's every one of our listeners y'all that's your voices y'all you guys gotta do, do this show. show y'all have been like please paul when he tries to get karini's attention karini karini please you gotta you gotta you gotta no. love our lockup no no paul you gotta do it no Five 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 say five no. five 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 we don't know what else to do Damn, anymore. I'd give to have my legs flailing now. It's been four <sighs> months in quarantine. What? All I can do is drink vodka. You've been in your own prison. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. A prison of my prison. own mind. So we, before we jump into this, uh, y'all, this is uh, just to let you know. Lalu! Uh, this is, I hate you call it that. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Lalu! Lalu. <laughs> so... Lalu. We're going this if you're listening to this on our regular regular 90 day gays feed, we're getting as with all of our binges and things we do, we're doing the first two episodes on our podcast for free because we believe in try before you buy. Mm-hmm. You can remember don't buy the milk. <laughs> I stopped, I was going to stop doing okay. this. And then something about a cow and drinking and milk drinking and milk. like sucking her udder or some and shit. So, yeah. Moon moon. And I've then forgotten. three then episodes three and beyond, they're going to be on, on the Patreon, on the Gaytreon. If you're already at the eight dollar level, eight dollar fear. If you're already a Gaytreon, though, we're putting episodes one and two on the Gaytreon as right. well. So and and this is different than our normal yeah. kind of like short term binge, Let's which is normally yeah. like ten episodes. I think I'm turning you up. Thank you. I've asked that. Well, I did. You turned me down. I'm going to turn you up. I just want to let you know that. I care about the greater good, even if it hurts my ears. <laughs> you know, thank you. Thank you, friend. You're welcome. Um, you're welcome. Uh, so we are, we normally do like those short-term binges, like uh, that kind of thing where you just like, you kind of break your diet for like a weekend yeah. and you just binge and then you say, I'm going to do better on Monday. 
But this is a long term, like this is like the donut diet. <laughs> that's a truth. So we're we're kind of going on the donut diet for a while. Yeah, and that's why Love After Lockup. It's a whole season, you guys. That's why it's at the eight dollar level. Last year it was our season two was fifty three fucking episodes. I can't that believe that. That is one year. How did they deal with those people? I don't know. And we don't know. This one could be three years as well. well also. One year. We don't know what we're committing these to. These are all new people. They are. That's the big deal with they this are. episode, you guys. Which seasons one and two had people that similar were ones. similar. We might go back and watch those. I don't know when. So don't um, hold your breath. There'll be time. So yeah. time enough for time enough. when the dealing's done. done. So, y'all, we love talking about people, as we call them, who are lonely hearts. And these are these definitely are, lonely these hearts. These are lonely hearts looking for love. <laughs> I. What is your, just like, so let's just, let's just talk about how this is different from, from 90 Day. Our normal, the way we approach 90 Day, like the way we approach Love Over Lockup. What's your, like, hot take on this show? Oh, some of the guys are hot. Oh, you meant like? Yeah, well, actually... I meant I meant a reasonable <laughs> estimation of what the show is, and an exegesis on how we're going to talk about it. Anyway, yeah, it's not really funny. Why are you laughing like Roscoe P. Coltrane? <laughs> Roscoe P. Coltrane, um, and my, his dog Flash. My first hot take on this. I feel like I kind of have to separate parts of myself from this, where it is similar to 90 Day, where these are people who are kind of, for the most part, unless you're like Armando and Kenneth, but um, these are desperate people yeah, desperate for love and desperate for validation. I think that these, the, the two shows share that. I'm, just, I'm asking yeah. for your hot take on this show. I... It's compelling. It's compelling for me because I don't have a lot of experience with uh, being. I don't have any experience. People who with are incarcerated. No one in my family, even extended family that I know of, has been incarcerated. So I, I, for me, it's a whole different world. That's so weird. I have. What about you? I have an uncle. I have two uncles actually who have been incarcerated. Mm. Uh, both are past now, but um, uh. Once I was taken in, in law education, we went to the jail. Like, the, there was a big jail outside my hometown. So it's oh. a big part of my growing up. Well, there's one in McAllister, but that's like two hours away from us. Um, I think two. Uh, it's a, I grew up with a lot of people who I already knew who were in jail. Yeah. I, like, I remember seeing someone on the law ed trip. I'm like, is that Jeremiah Fortner? <laughs> Jeremiah Fortner? <laughs> I think more now because meth is such a problem in Oklahoma. Oh, yes. I, I, if I was there, I would know people more now that are yeah. in and out from drug charges, but I, think, I didn't know anyone. What's your kind of hot take? I think mine is, and it had me thinking about this, is what would it be like to completely upend your life and have to be in prison, and how desperate would that make me to either change or – I also think, though – what kind of person is in prison and says, yeah, I just need someone to talk to while I'm in here? I think I'd be working on myself, but maybe I'm wrong. I think there's both. I, I've talked about this podcast before. Y'all, if you're a Love After Lockup Ear fan, hustle. and if you haven't listened to it, but no, that, I would. I, I have, but that is a very honest look at prison 
and people who are working on themselves. But they have an ep- well, they do. But they have an episode just about like fi- they have several episodes about finding love and right. relationships, and that basically is this and how people in San Quentin prison have like because I think there is this. Um, it's interesting that I and I. You're not saying this, so you didn't call the people in prison desperate. I was talking about desperate people, and when I was talking about that. I actually think the people outside of the prison are the people that are way more desperate for love oh. than the people in. Don't what do you think? I'm, I think they're both the same level because they're desperate to find a new that they're, they're desperate to get out. Well, I guess and they're too. desperate to find a new way of life and they're 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 holding on to any lifeline anyone throws them. Well, here's the and this is just true like um just from what listening ear has also my partner he does mentoring for like people getting out of prison that want to help to help to help get jobs a company a thing called defy their your success rate of having someone outside of prison to kind of help you yeah be a, a whatever is dramatically it dramatically increases your success rate because prisoners at least in California and this is different for state i believe they get Three hundred and fifty dollars or three hundred and eighty bucks when they get out of prison. I think so. Yeah, I think I want to clarify what I'm saying. The people who are out, the people who are inmate lovers, let's call them that, Mm -hmm. um, are desperate for love. The people in prison are desperate for life. They just want to get their life back. They want to get their life back. Yeah, Yeah, and so, and I think, and they know if they don't have a a lifeline, meaning someone, because some of these people, if you think about it. Either family members are, they're coming from families, prob- not all of them, but some of them are coming from families where drugs, violence, those right. kind of things have affected the whole family. They might and, not have a family. Yeah, or- and let's be honest, you guys. Once you've been in prison, whether how long you've been there, it's not a place you really want to be, even if it's like a nice no. prison. So you're going to get an, kind of an inequality of... People who are outside who are probably going to be giving you money. And so that's what I'm going to be interested to talk about. Yeah. Um, I Another hot take for this. This show makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Not as uncomfortable as Smothered. What makes you uncomfortable about it? Um, the, uh, the brokenness, not of the prisoners, but the people who are dating the prisoners. The, the people... Outside, yep. there's a way, and and it's not all of them. And y'all, all of them. We're gonna, as we talk about the show, Poodle and I talked. Uh, we had a good conversation before we did this of two things we don't want to make fun of on this show is we don't want to make fun of prison culture. Yeah, because watch thirteen. If watch some documentaries about prison culture and the fucked upness. We're not here to talk about that, and we're not making fun of that. We're not making fun of addiction, dr- addiction and drugs, because yeah. that's a horrible thing. And it, it, I think basically it's touching almost every story we talk but about. But it's very similar to 90 Days in that, because it's Matt Sharp, the same producer, right. they find these people that do this, these insane things. And these people, you're so right that these people, that's what I was saying, I'm these just people saying, outside of prison. It's ratcheted up. They are like... The idea of delusional yep. grandeur is Which crazy. Is why I feel better about making com- making light of some of their issues. <laughs> oh yeah, um, they're a mess, y'all. All of these. I'm gonna. What should we call them? Like we know we normally call them. The, I guess our lonely hearts, but kind of both of them are lonely hearts mm-hmm. in a way. 
Um, let's let's call them our. Um, hmm, let's we'll, we'll think about we'll it. We'll workshop that. Yeah. Our the non inmates or something like that. Um. Yeah. Anyway, something. we'll workshop it. So let's so, start yeah. off, y'all. Um, let's jump in. Let's start off in Mississippi. M I S S I P P I. Crooked letter. Crooked letter I. Humpback. Humpback I. Um. So. So Scott and Lindsay. <laughs> Scott is fifty-one. Lindsay is uh, uh, possession of meth and firearms. Possession of meth and firearms. Yes. Um. So breaker, breaker. Uh, I have a big question here. Scott is fifty. She's, What's wow. wrong with his lip? So. <laughs> I'm glad you brought I'm that up. I'm going to talk about a lot of dental issues and mouth issues, y'all. If you look at past pictures that he showed, he did not have that. I think Scott got his lips done and did a really bad job. Oh, it's he got botched. He either he needs to be on the botch series. Either got into a fight, or a dog bit his face, <laughs> or which he had I, bad fillers. I had a thought that he looks been horrible sucking the Kool Aid Man's dick. <laughs> hey, hey! <laughs> I'm gonna come now. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> but Question. something happened. When the Kool-Aid man comes, what flavor is it? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we're just gonna put that out there. It's blue. It's <laughs> gotta be. I hated that tropical one. It's terrible. It would stain your still teeth. still make Kool-Aid? I think they do. My mother would never let me have it. it was, we could never have it in our house. Yeah. When I would go to other people's houses, I would like drinking it like it was like. Yeah. My, my, um, uh, my grandpa, he would make it when we, she was like, that's just sugar water. Oh, Which yeah. It totally. Is. It's terrible. Um, I think it's the cherry one I like. So, yeah, you're right. Scott either had his lip done, his upper lip, only his, his upper lip. Yeah, but it really looks it looks either a bad plastic surgery you know, or he's been sucking the Kool-Aid man's dick. You could tell from one the, of the side, other. the way it was on the side, it kind of had this angle of fillers. Right. It's re- and also there was it's like he, I think he just got it like he literally is probably that person that said, "Oh, I'm going to be on camera. I'm going to be on camera. I guess I should get the my day lips done the I day get, before." And it's like still amateur. red. And kind of bruised, <laughs> amateur. It's more than red. You got to waste at least a couple of weeks when you get your lips it's done. All right, <laughs> suck my dick. Suck my dick. <laughs> Boom. Bust through the when wall. He, he bust through the wall and just comes all over you. <laughs> Tastes like childhood. <laughs> so, if you're new to the show <laughs> and you just came here for vulgar. Love After Lock, welcome. 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 Yeah. Um. Anyway, y'all, they met on a dating website, mm-hmm. uh, and he seemed to have no idea that he, she was in prison. Is that correct? Um. Uh. Uh. I don't remember. Where did he meet her from? He said a dating site, and he didn't. He's like, you know, there's sometimes there's like. No, I think he met her on a prison date. Oh, that he means- said. It's no different than Match.com. Oh, that's right. He's like, you know, it's no different than Match.com except like people are in prison. They're just in prison. (laughs) So I think it's different than Match.com in that your sample is smaller. You know, something we are finding, and I think we'll find out more from these people, not that 
it's not that there's anything wrong with people in prison. No. Because a lot of people are put in prison unjustly. So it's yeah. not especially I, people of color. I don't color. have a problem with that. But what I was going to say, though, is we're going to find out, and Scott is one of them, you do find out that it's like, again, kind of like 90 Day. Very rarely do people just, oh, I just met this person, and they were from Argentina. These people have a past history yeah. where they've told themselves, I can't date anybody from the United States. Yeah. I can't I've date been on, anybody. I've been Colombian Cupid. Yeah. So Filipino like, Cupid. I can't date anybody who's a free citizen. So they like and they have to yes. go to this other world. So what makes you go on an inmate dating site? Come at us, sissies. If y'all, I want to know because I know some of you are date have dated people that have been incarcerated. Did any of you meet that but, while you were incarcerated? Like what happened? But what makes you have the idea? Shit, I'll date an inmate. That will work out. Well, however. We did the Bi Curious episode, and someone mentioned of season two, and someone mentioned where they met someone on a prison dating site. And Poodle and I promptly went to that site, and then <laughs> Poodle promptly excused himself into an interior room. Yeah, there were hot guys. However, you got to choose by age, which made me a little, little grossed out. I'm just saying uh, that, though, I think for some people it starts out now. Some people you volunteer at a yep. prison or something like that, like, but I feel like there's a there's a power dynamic that they enjoy, in a way, possibly. I think we're going to see. I think it's for Scott. I feel like that power dynamic yeah. might be a thing. I think it could change for other people. You know, who there's some people like John who've had past people in cars, right? Maybe it's maybe he wants different. to date someone with his past. Either yeah. they're tr- yeah, we'll take it on. A, a case-by-case um, case basis. So y'all, Sorry, y'all. We talk about this stuff. So if you're y'all, new, well, I just want to say, if you're new to us, Poodle's a life coach. I'm a therapist. So oh, we, we do talk about this shit. Do, are people new to us? Come at us if you're new to us. There might be new people. You know, if a new person is there to the orgy, I let them fuck <laughs> me first and let them know where the bathroom and the lube is. I just ignore you, them so I can talk about them later. <laughs> yeah, you just... Turn off all the lights and make them find you in a dark room. You know what? If they if they need if they they gotta they gotta work for it to get it. Wow. So, uh, uh, Lindsay has this great idea of just like randomly putting things that she's cut out from the magazine on their new house that they're yeah. getting decorated by a woman who we're gonna call Suzanne. Call her Suzanne. I don't think they gave her a name because the only uh, only decorators we know are the sugar baker decorating <laughs> firm. Yeah. Anyway, um, so anyway, so he met her. She's like, well, how did you meet? She's a great thing because Suzanne can just ask him all these questions yeah. and we don't have to have anybody else do it. Yeah. So she's like, I met her on the Internet, you know, and well, what does she do? What does she do? And uh, uh, she's being released in prison. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then Suzanne, God bless her, says, um, oh, and then later... We find out Suzanne. Oh well, first we. How do we want to do this? We meet about, Lindsay. Yeah, we meet Lindsay. Let's now, go there in Dublin, California. Lindsay's obviously y'all. a Harley Quinn fan. Oh my God, that's what I put. <laughs> I that's know. what I put. Somebody, you're acting like <laughs> somebody already. Y'all speaking up. Don't pull don't over. Don't pull over. We it's rec- just <laughs> we record this on a busy street in Poodle's apartment. So police drive by, ambulances. <laughs> So if you hear one, we say don't pull over, so you don't hey pull now, over. There's two faggots talking about yeah. something. <laughs> Busy street. Exactly. Um, someone p- t- tagged me on Twitter and said, I can't wait to hear what 
Matt Mar says about her makeup. She looks like a clown. She literally is a Harley Quinn fan. Yeah. This is his Harley Quinn had a younger sister who wasn't a murderer because Harley Quinn's a criminal. And had to go to prison because of a, a drug addiction. Um, There's so much blue eyeshadow. Oh, and it's covered her. Covered this. Like, the whole eye socket is covered. all the way up. And then... This is like some. This is like when you first do drag for the first time, y'all. It is. That's when you're trying to figure it out. Lindsay is lipstick's bad too. Oh, well, this is like all Wet and Wild shit. <laughs> which I don't get me wrong. Wet and Wild has a great eyeliner, y'all. Get it at your Rite Aid or your Dwayne Reed. <laughs> but I'm telling you, Revco's, Revco's. But I'm telling you, it's not good for camera. Um, her makeup. It looks like. It looks like when there used to be a trend in makeup where you put on a mask. It's a facial mask, but the the pigment was already on the mask. So it's like you don't have to do the makeup. You just put the mask on and then take the makeup like and an transfers. Test. <laughs> and that's what it looks like. That someone just kind of put wow. an blot on her face. The lipstick color is not good. It's cheap makeup. Y'all, this is how you know this girl's... Uh, not playing with a completely full deck here. Yeah, speaking, yeah, I was just gonna say, uh, um, as my angel says, when people show you who they are, <laughs> believe them. Oh, Lindsay, trust we believe. So y'all, we believe. She, um, she y'all, this is gonna be a says, fun one. She basically says, I feel like we clipped. You know, a guy, got a lot of guys just want sex letters real fast. Yeah, but this guy's like, so she's had some older friends, Paramours. Yeah, she's dated before. a lot of older men. There's Who's... a lot of sexy young pictures of her. Scott was writing her, and he's and she thought, "Wow, this can be someone I can take money from. I mean, someone I can yeah. connect with." So he sent her fifteen grand. He also takes care of her daughter and her mother, which must be nice. I have to say, I'm not coming for Lindsay because I'm kind of like, if get I it while in, you can. If I was in prison and I couldn't work and couldn't make any money, oh. Hey, I'm not judging anybody. Get so yours. So we're not judging that. You're <laughs> Scott's dumb enough to believe you love him. Um, and so anyway, so she, the Suzanne asked, "What did she get incarcerated for?" And he's like, "Oh Scott's well, dra- she sold drugs." And she's like, "Oh, well now we don't have to sell them. It's free she's now. Like, it's free now." And she was obviously thought weed. He's like, "No meth." And she's like, "Okay." <laughs> oh well. Poor y'all. Everybody Suzanne, make, she said everybody makes mistakes. Suzanne gets an award. An award. And all the time <laughs> she's still decorating his house. Now, y'all, our, te- our television sound cut out. We don't know why. Uh, I think it's 50,000. It's either 50 or. F- I can't believe it's 50. It has to be 15. Okay. 50,000 to interior decorate this house. You know, who knows? Scott says his budget's zero to a million. Which, <laughs> no, a dollar. A dollar to a million, <laughs> which already leads me to believe. Never tell a decorator that, y'all. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm actually, in a way, a little worried for Lindsay on this one because I think Scott is one of those, if I buy you, you're mine kind of guys. Uh, Yeah, it's like he, he might as well be a sex tourist. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that's going to happen, but... Well, I think Lindsay is like, this is a guy who's not going to get nasty with me, Mm -hmm. and maybe I can repeat my pattern of trying to kind of get out and get my own and buy kind of, depending on the kindness of strangers for a while. Yeah. This may be more than she bargained for. Which, Lindsay, 
To give you an idea, y'all, again, not a judgment thing, but more just to give some context. Lindsay is such a Lindsay. She's such She's a blonde. A- She's such a Lindsay. Lindsay with the EY. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Um, y'all, Lindsay, she had meth in her car, and they tried to pull her over. So already, you're like, okay, you have meth in your car, you want to pull and her over. And her system. And her system. And so she decided... Fuck this, I'm out running the police at 140 <laughs> miles per hour. Y'all, Bad respect. I would uh, love to police chase. Y'all, y'all, this bitch would go on a police chase. You would chase. go forever. If I was like high as fuck on drugs, woo see you, Popo. Exactly. <laughs> woo-hoo. Lindsay is a woo-hoo yes, girl. Yes, she is. Y'all, because Harley Quinn... As she forever will be called now. She'll kill is, people. She's the woohooiest of yes. woohoo girls. Harley Quinn is a woohoo girl. So, anyway, <sighs> so Scott says, I really want the colors of the, what are bright high energy. energy, high energy colors? And Suzanne's, well, red or who green. Who doesn't know that? Red, yellow. <laughs> who asked? I, I, I don't know. Ask, who asked what kind of colors are Everybody knows that blue's not going to be your fuck room. But like, but just to even ask, what are high-energy colors? I don't know. I can't really, like, assume, uh, assume colors or anything like that. Well, I love it's that. It's a weird thing to ask. Well, so Suzanne answers, well, like reds, oranges, and then... I want that for the bedroom. bedroom. And then without a beat, Suzanne says, oh, how old is she? And he said, 27. He's and, like, oh. And you're 51. And then she said, I mean, without a beat, you better keep the Viagra on both, both sides, sides of the, of the bed. bed. Y'all, they found a star in Suzanne. Suzanne is a star. She needs to be in every. And uh, and then in an interview, Suzanne's like, I think she might have gotten herself a sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else is thinking the same thing. But I think, you guys, I think his sugar daddiness is going to have a lot more uh, uh, strings than yeah. she thinks. And so. y'all, uh, P- uh, Lindsay is like two people I know. Poodle and Miley Cyrus. <laughs> she can't be tamed. No. She can't be And we tamed. don't stop either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, this is not, Scott's not going to win. And we both really liked fucking Liam Hensworth. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't done it yet, but really hope to. May he single now. Ugh. I know you like Chris. Oh. Liam for me. Okay. Ugh. This is, a, here's Liam's the Liam's the sensitive one. Here's the deal with the Hensworth brothers. All three of them. You'll even take the, all of them. Yeah. Even the one who was on Westworld like season one. Do you want, you like that piece of cheese pizza. <laughs> but but do you want that piece of pepperoni pizza? Yeah. Or the piece of cheese our, and mushroom pizza? barbecue chicken. Yeah. It's all pizza, it's y'all. All pizza. I'll eat it all. A Hemsworth or all pizza. Yeah. But like good pizza, like all matzo pizza. Yes. We're so bougie. I just said matzo. <laughs> It's really good pizza, y'all. That's like uh, Nancy Silverton's uh, pizza restaurant. It's really good. She was on Chef's Table, season yeah. one, about La Brea Bakery. Uh, we all have to... <laughs> y'all, you, you you can't be in L.A. without being a food snob, so Which used to not be it. in the 80s. Food sucked then. Yeah. Um, that's all I have Spago, about those two. Changed it. I think that... Um, well, I want to say, Lindsay says, I'm in love with Scott. I just want a marriage, a big diamond ring. <laughs> I like the the order of these two. A house two. and a happy family. And that's it. And we do get a little bit. This is kind of more for all of them where Lindsay talks about. I don't know if she's gotten that far yet. I feel like with a lot of these incarcerated people, they it's hard for them to think outside of jail. 
I think everything feels not real. No, they do. Um, and then, I mean, that's because why. That's, that's the show, Love After Lockup. That's why, yeah. that's the di- distinction between reality being after lockup. Well, right. and a lot of them. Did I just solve the name of the show? <laughs> oh, God. Well, then a lot of them get back, get out, and still want to go back. Yeah. Just because, don't get me started on privatized prisons and how we don't. Yeah, do a great job in our country. That's another. Thing. That's another That's show. Another show. Come at us on Twitter, y'all. We try not to talk about politics on the show, but that's, that's not, not political. Really, that's but not it's not. Political. Yeah, it's not what it's about. We'll Should try. We to... move on to Jessica and yeah. Maurice. They do. Lindsay. Just the last thing that I think is important to know with all these people, which maybe why they're even more excited for to COVID. Get out, yeah, is they're all fucking getting Corona because they're stacked on top of one Ugh. another, and it's. It's pretty inhuman, it's, you guys. What is they're, ha- they're, I think a lot of people in San Quentin have died. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, it's, uh, the prison, How terrifying the prison, would that be? The prison death rates are comparable to the normal uh, um, Public. Uh, population. But, like, it's just so many people have it. Because so many people so, have it. Yeah. yeah that's terrifying. Ugh. Um, All right. Let's move on. So, Jessica, Jessica, and Maurice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maurice is first degree burglary. First degree burglary. Now, what is first-degree burglary versus I asked second? the same thing. Can you look that up while I keep going? Hey, Siri, what's <laughs> first-degree burglary? <laughs> this bitch is not going to okay. know. I found this on the web for what's first-degree burglary. Oh, what's the definition of first-degree burglary? Besides, but, but there was one who was also second-degree burglary. Maybe she was there. She didn't do the robbing, but she was there. Maybe. Okay. Um, Here it is. It's as he said before. You know, it's, it's very information informational. It's informative. Inform- <laughs> you know, here is here, Oklahoma pig. You don't like book. You don't really know a lot about book learning. Book learning. Okay, so this is California. Okay, which, are they in California? Las Vegas, but he's in a different place. I so, believe. At least for this is what this is what Siri said, y'all. This is what you're getting. So first degree degree burglary. Uh, it's Get different. your tongue out of the way. First degree burglary is a burglary of a residence. Oh. And it is considered an automatic felony in California. Or not felony. It's automatic felony. And it, it could stay prison of two years, four years, or six years. Wow. Second degree burglary is a burglary of any other residence. So stores, businesses. Oh, so if you want to like... If I want to take down a jack-in-the-box, it's second yes. degree. uh-huh. And it's in California is known as a wobbler law, meaning it can be a felony uh, with a county jail sentence of 16 months, two years, three years, or a misdemeanor. Who knew the penal code so, was this complex? Um, and now I'm thinking about penises. Wow. <laughs> Y'all, I'm sorry. It's been four months. It's been a long time for her. It um, should be if you rob someone's personal property. That should be first degree. First degree burglary. Yep. Um, so so just went into Maurice. someone's house. I feel I find that to be one of the most, uh, like, it seems so. I feel like with such a victim when people rob you in your house. That happened to us. Yeah, I know. Y'all, I woke up. Pood- <laughs> y'all, if you're new <laughs> to the is, show, this is a moment of truth, y'all. Poodle and I used to be roommates. Not in that way. No. We lived with never. another girl, and so we're all friends. I don't have sex with women. I don't have sex with him. <laughs> and so um, Poodle and I, Poodle was room by, and I, I thought I heard something and at my, like 6.15 in the morning. was in the very back of the house. And he just. It was really hot that evening. It was really hot. And 
um, he had just moved to L.A. like four months yeah, prior. Yeah, it hadn't been very long. My, our roommate, we called her Sissy, ironically. Sissy and I told him, we said... Close your windows. Close Don't your sleep window. with their windows. And he's like, it's fine. We're all sleeping windows back home. It's okay. And I was on the first floor, it's so... Fine. So he's on the first floor. We don't have bars on our window. Not yet. Sure enough, at 6.15 in the morning, I hear this kerfuffle. Screaming. And I wake up. It's The word is kerfuffle, not fluffle. I'm good today. I'm good with words. (laughs) (laughs) Me no good with words. Me no good with words. Kerfuffle is the word. I like kerfuffle sounds better (laughs) if you think about it. It is more apt, strangely. Yeah. So I'm going to agree with you there. (laughs) So I get up. Wow. And I walk out. And Jake is just standing there in his underwear without a shirt on, kind of hugging himself, like comforting. It was really disturbing. I didn't know if he had just gotten ramrodded by like three <laughs> guys because sometimes he looked Same like that. Same posture. And you did come home one time from a hookup without a shirt. Oh, and it was cold. He was a good lay. And so then, though, then my heart dropped because he said, I just have been robbed. Yeah, we, the guy. And now, I, Poodle, you can continue the I, story. You know how you you got you're you're like almost awake and you're not something sure something is a dream. So I saw someone step onto my M table. Yes, and then I realized someone was in my house. house. Uh, and then I screamed, "Get the book out of here!" Now, in my straightest voice possible. He left. He had my computer in his hand. He dropped it. He left with my iPod. That was it. But yeah, this is how long ago he had it. To- the fact. This was a uh, 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 a stealer, a burglar who who just didn't who came in at six fifteen or something like that. Well, so and I don't he know. He was this a late riser. But a lot of times when people these early, they've been up all night. Sometimes they're on drugs. He was tweaking. They're maybe. looking for money on drugs. Um, just for, he was about four foot ten. <laughs> y'all, he was shorter, a short Asian little person. Yeah. Robbed poodle because we lived next to. We used to live next to Koreatown, and at the time. Koreatown wasn't a good part of LA. No, it's much it's, better now. It's, be- it's more much gentrified. Now, but yeah. y'all, the weirdest thing is he would have had to go. All, he would have had to case the house. It could have been a, all the way around yeah. to see where I was. He would have had to go up all the whole my whole driveway. It also could have been y'all. You know, there's a big Korean gangs in Los Angeles. Yeah, there are. So this could have been like a gang initiation or something. Yeah. All I know is what's creepy is Poodle's bed was under the window. So he literally he had to step over step me. Step over you on the bed. Yeah. And didn't you think he had a knife or something? Poodle didn't have his glasses on, so he couldn't see. I don't think he had a knife. I He didn't have anything. Oh, at the time you told me you thought he had a knife oh, or something like that. I was probably just really out of ran, it. And he hit the bed like a catapult and jumped out the window and then ran he did. out of our he house. He was quite fleet of foot. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he got my he got my old series one iPod, y'all. Probably just really gave it up with share. <laughs> yeah, he probably was like, "Oh my god, this guy this was gay. gay." But he didn't he didn't get my laptop. He didn't really didn't get but anything. I had, I mean, I personally wasn't, but he was in my house too. Yeah, and then like we a, all felt super victimized. And then a month later, our mail was stolen. Yep. Which, by the way, we know for some of you, this is a lot of like. White fragility, probably talking right now. It was scary though, because if you're not, but if you're not used to it, it was like, it was very scary. Yeah, very. It was scary. very scary. Anyway, so then, anyway, then our landlord put bars on our windows, as he should have. <laughs> yeah, because we weren't in the best neighborhood. No, the fact that our house did not have bars on our windows is ridiculous, and it was on the first floor. 
Well, and we have almost that, everyone in Los Angeles does that. Even if now. you don't do in the front, but you, the side driveway wasn't lit up, and you, it was very hidden. It was dangerous, especially your bedroom. Yep, my bedroom was very hidden. Mm-hmm. You had to go all the way down the driveway, y'all. I do love that house. We had some good memories there. It's a huge house. Huge it house. Tr- it was huge. Um, huge craftsman house. Don't we miss some- that neighborhood, though. Nope. The first day I arrived in Los Angeles, we were sitting on the floor, and Matt said, we need a rug in here. <laughs> and, it, you, and then it just became one thing to say, we need a rug in here. It's true, we did. Anyway, y'all, this is Jessica and Maurice, first degree burglary. They're in Las Vegas. I can't say it now, burglary. Burglary. You have to, really put your, you have to put your tongue very forward to say burglary. Burglary, yeah. Yeah. A burglar. 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 Very John the Houseman. Hamburglar. Burglar. <laughs> Ooh, I want a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Stop. We could use that gift could, certificate. We could, we could use that gift certificate it's that someone true. gave us from McDonald's. Yeah. Can we just get Uber Eats? Yeah. We need to move on. No one Let's gives jump. a shit about this. Anyway, y'all. Um, um, anyway, they, um, they're, she's at her parents' house, Jessica. She's 33. Um, I wrote this down. She's the parents kind of like an like an outdoor bar or a barbecue place. They have an industrial paper towel holder mounted on the wall. They do, <laughs> yes, like you find in a bathroom. Um, it was something. I more was concerned about who has a fucking. I guess half the year, but an outdoor area in Vegas. I guess it's not hot all the Her time. Her father was sweating like Paul's so, mother yeah. in Brazil. He had a lot of sun damage, too. I don't yeah. think he wears SPF. No, Dave, I agree. I'm worried about Dave and his melatonin. So, me- not melatonin. Melanoma. <laughs> I said it, and I went, that's not right. <laughs> I can't talk today. I'm worried about Dave and his melatonin. I'm glad we're doing this for a living and I can't speak. <laughs> no, you just say things that are blatantly wrong. Well, They're like just I said, like one letter off. You're always there to correct it's kind, me. It's kind of like Elizabeth Smart, Elizabeth Banks, mm-hmm. y'all. Whew, boy. <laughs> Somebody's backing <laughs> up, is, y'all. That is. Someone's backing up. That, they got quiet and I hear, Boop! Wait, is that the football team? Are they here? <laughs> We're here, Come boys. on in, boys. We're here, boys. Come on in, boys. Come I've been waiting. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> Some old man just looked up at your window on the street and went, what? "Yeah, what's happening?" Uh, anyway, where were we? Uh, so anyway, uh, they met on plenty of fish, you guys, but they did not know that, or she did not know that he was incarcerated until later. So apparently, you can just be on a site and you don't mention you're incarcerated. Actually, no, I think you misread. She. The way it sounded is he was on Plenty of Fish, and then she started to look at his pictures. Oh. So I don't think it was that long. This wasn't like they fell in love and he said, by the way, I am prison girl. I think she saw <laughs> pictures of him in prison immediately. Got it. So. Um, I get, I feel, like, I guess they do have complete internet access. Well, but. I, I, y'all come at us if you know, we, if you are a. We have limited knowledge about. Prison if, and most other things. <laughs> yeah, you know, come at us on Twitter. I know a lot about Judy Garland, but that's about it. Instagram or and music and Mahler symphonies. Yeah, I know a lot about that. Uh, very little about everything else. But uh, yeah, it seems that. Uh, yeah, we just don't know. I I know again, listening from Ear Hustle, I 
I believe that I remember the prisoners in that podcast saying, y'all, if you don't know Ear Hustle, it's by the way, it's a because I'll probably you've mention already, it a lot. You've already plugged it but twice. But for people that don't know, it's a podcast that takes place in, in San Quentin prison and done by prisoners in San Quentin prison. So it's a lot about prison right. life. Um, but in there, they don't have internet access. Um, so maybe it's just different for maybe. different levels. They've been together four and a half years, y'all, which is long. And long they're time. actually married. They got a, they, married. They had a prison wedding. Dead mom aren't happy about this. I wonder how. Wonder if they had if, if they have an actual organist or someone just presses a button on the play tape. That one. <laughs> yeah. Do, 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 do. That's all you get. Yeah, that's Let's all go you on. get. Let's go on. Because <laughs> that's all it takes to go across the room. That's it. That's it. <laughs> You know what? I bet it still looked better than Paul and Karini's wedding. <laughs> Truth. That was such a piece of uh, shit. You guys, he grew up in Compton and at 12 and 13 joined a gang. So this is someone, and he even says he's got a nine-year-old daughter. He um, he never, uh, this this is not, this is the one, uh, didn't he, he was the one who went to prison at, uh, no, that, that was, uh, that was, uh, no, uh, uh Quaylon, Quaylon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, the father is basically saying, you don't know this guy like you yeah. think you do. The father is very anti-Maurice. Anti-Maurice. Um, but Jess is like, what do you do when you fall in love with someone? Um, and so basically Dave's like, I'm not going to let anyone hurt my daughter. <sighs> we then find out that her, her sister, sister has cut her off, you guys. completely. Now, here's the thing. <sighs> I kind of I kind of get cutting off a member of the family if they are toxic to your own being. But if you are so worried that it's going to be a bad role model for your daughter, you are self-righteous as fuck. I think your sister's an asshole for yeah, doing it. Yeah, your sister's an asshole. This has nothing to do with you, nothing to do with right. your life. All you could say is, look, you could... In fact, what if you explained to your niece... And she's like, Mommy, why is someone dating prison? And what if you explain that people in prison are humans too? Yeah. And that also, probably in his situation, being a, especially a black man in America, well, getting engaged, like, even, even have more, some empathy. Even more than that, saying, you could tell your daughter, you know what, we're not going to judge anybody. Not even that. That's it. Don't even, you, don't have to te- you don't have to teach a thing. You, you just, just have say, to say, we don't judge anybody. You just have to say, you know what, your, your aunt does this, and mom doesn't think it's the best choice. You, as, as my mother would probably throw in a couple digs, but I, my mother is Mother Poodle. You all know Mother Poodle, who, who are longtime listeners. Mother Poodle would never cut off anybody. Uh, yeah. I don't... It would, she would only do it if it was so toxic for her. If it was hurting her. And, and then even again, she wouldn't. She would just, like, smile and say really awful cutting things to them. I wonder if it's the prison thing with her sister. I also wonder if it's a black thing with her sister. That's That you know, might be an idea. People, not everybody, but I know, you know some people in, like, Nevada and Vegas can have some backward thinking. No, that might be, a, that might. I can't help it think that it plays into this you might cut to have we meet a point. her sister and she has a black husband and, we don't we don't, but we know. don't know uh i just think that is i i think that is uh very self-righteous on the sister's oh, yeah. point i mean as someone that we have nieces or i have nephews but you have a niece and nephews if your brother just cut us out of our 
niece's life that are young. Yeah. And we live in the same town. That's horrible. I wouldn't know what to do. What a piece of shit. Anyway, the sister's shitty. Um, So something that worries me here is the father has language like the wedding, you know, the official wedding. A wedding is something that has to be earned. He says things like that. Y'all, when family members start to talk about it when you're not a kid, start to talk about things like you have to earn this, um, that's a red flag. I'm, that's emotionally manipulative. I'm going to go on record and say I think Jessica is going to be the most kind of um, person on the show with the most emotional baggage. Maybe. I think that I think that uh, there was just something, and I don't know what it is yet, even meeting her parents – I did not get a good vibe from them. You're right. At it was, all. It was iffy. Ooh. It was iffy, and I feel Mom like- Mom was sympathetic. Dad was really brought the hammer like down. like controlling. Yeah. I feel like Jessica probably is really, um, she just wants to be loved for who she is, mm-hmm. and she's really looking for that. And you kind of saw, she's still trying to figure out who she is, and every picture- she had a different color of hair, different styling. Yeah. She's some she's a seeker, y'all. She's trying to figure out where she is. She's a seeker. And she's to me, she was the most sympathetic non inmate that we had. Yes. But I kind of believed her. Now she is driving around in a car with duct tape on the that's windshield. That's her mom's old car that the window so like I don't know if she's a loser. Maybe she needs to get her life together. That was her his, his, her mom's car, though. However, we are treated to this little section. I don't know if the camera crew wants her to do this, but to drive by her sister's house, you can see how uncomfortable she's she is. Like she's, like, vibrating. losing with, it. Yeah, she's losing it. And she's totally scared that she's going to see her sister. Oh, so, again, so awful. I feel like Jessica feels like the, for lack of a better, better word, um... I feel like she's the whipping boy of the family. Yeah. You know? I can see that. Remember that book that you read, The Whipping Boy, in elementary or middle school? Uh, I wonder if they read that now. Uh, we were read, it, we were read to, that was read to us in library class, but I never really read it. Yeah, I didn't know that. You, it was your senior project, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> college thesis. <laughs> The whipping boy. Um, so that's all I've got on those two. Um, I just gotta say one more thing. Maurice is He's hot. hot. He's very hot. He is so fucking hot. Yeah, not really nice body. Oh, and his no wonder face. she fell. No wonder beautiful. she fell in love He's with a him. Perfect nose. Oh my god, y'all! If you're hurting right now, Corona, and you don't want to complicate your life anymore. Don't go on these prison dating sites. No. They're always shirtless. They're not Bill, that we know. Bill Bulware, don't do it. <laughs> you're gonna Bill Bulware, stop sending us sexy TikToks. <laughs> yeah. God, next you're making you know, it hard. You're gonna date a prisoner. You're making it hard for me. And then it's gonna be like secret lovers. Yeah. That's that what, is a, what we uh, are. By the way, y'all, we hope you enjoyed our theme song this week. Oh, we forgot about that. Yeah, our theme so song. So talk about it. Y'all, our theme song, Not this is a deep cut. It's actually... <laughs> it is a deep cut. Uh, in other words, cut. you have to get through a really shitty album to find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, it's, it's actually a song by RuPaul, surprisingly. Well, a cover. A cover. 
No. No, because Prisoner of Love, the song, remember, was a jazz standard. No, this was a different song. Oh, it's a totally different yeah, song. It's a, oh. we, we tried to find Prisoner of Love, which is a much better song. Yeah, that's like... But it felt a little too old-fashioned like for us, even though it's a great song. Um, we, however, find a, found a RuPaul song called Prisoner of Love with Ooh. a lot worse uh, lyrics. Um, we enjoyed so, it though. Been it's, found guilty of love in the first degree. We had fun doing it. Let us know. It's all right, y'all. If we made a music video of this, I definitely would have a side pony. <laughs> it would definitely be black and white too. Poodle would have one. Yeah, black and white. Totally. Poodle would have one big hoop earring yeah. in one ear, and I would have an earpiece like Madonna. <laughs> yes, and probably a haircut like. Um, Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, 
MeUndies Signature Fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies, good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash realitygaze. That's MeUndies.com slash realitygaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Um, the lead singer like, of TLC. Yes. Yeah. It would totally be left eye. Yeah, you'd be left yeah. eye. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
We have Preston doing Power. Rest in power. Rest in power, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. So let us know. Um, before we jump in, if we're going to, for our listeners that are on the free podcast, if you're on the free we podcast, we should take a break. We're going to take a little commercial break. If you're on the gay Treon, just keep on listening. Keep on we're going to go right through. But for the rest of you, we're going to take a quick break. <gasps> we're hey. back. We're back, back from commercial, y'all. We're um we're doing a special little segment because this is actually we recorded this Love After Lockup show several days ago, and so we're putting in a little addendum. Is that what they're called, Poodle? Yeah, disclaimer. A disclaimer. Yep. Basically, we had one of our listeners. You're going to listen in a little bit. We're going to talk about um uh we're going to talking about uh, some of our lonely hearts in here. Uh, Chevelle, Chevelle, and Quaylen, and Quaylen, and we talk about, and so, just as you know, Jake and I, of course, are going to talk about their names because we talk about everybody's names. <laughs> we do, and what we realized uh, from a listener of, who's a black woman who really, it was really insensitive of us because, as two white men named Jake and Matt, we have no idea about name privilege. You so, know, my and black was, boyfriend's name is Kyle. Like she was right. It's nothing. She was right. It's nothing. We honestly ever thought about and the reason why we're going to keep this in is because we think there's probably a lot of other non-black people that think this is okay to do yep and so and if you're wondering why it's not okay to do that ask a black friend yeah we're not here to educate like or ask a black friend or edge or just or google google it it, educate yourself on this because we think it's important for us not to just say we stand up and stand with black people but to actually do the work to be better allies so we're keeping it in just remember we said this and enjoy the rest of the show we're back so we're moving on to moving on Christiana and John, y'all. Oh, boy. Um, Christiana is... Oh, we got a burglary, a second degree burglary. So she um, she held up a Chevy's. <laughs> <laughs> now I want Chevy's! God damn you! Um, and, but she has a rap sheet a mile long, apparently. She, yeah. Um, and John, you guys... Okay, everyone take a collective breath. Oh, John. Um, John. He's definitely our most uh, colorful John, non-inmate. John's going to be our- John, our John, La- the Piper's son. Yep. He's going to be our Lalu Paul. Lalu. Lalu. Um, he's a youth service professional. <laughs> what what is the fuck that? is that? I don't what? know. Hey, Siri, what's a youth service professional? Okay. I found this on the web for what's a youth service professional. Oh, it's a it's a thing. Is it? It's a real thing, yeah. I think he probably does it on the side. Um is it like he does counseling? To- uh he should not help anyone with their life. Uh cuz he's a mess. They Okay, this is scary y'all, but a youth pers- youth service professional they're like someone that helps people transition from school to adult life. Interesting. This is, this is not the right job for John. Okay. So like when you go to college or you get out of like uh, high school and you're not going to go to like maybe, college or, or tech. Maybe, like, maybe kids that aren't in prison, but maybe kids that are like in youth. Oh, that makes sense. This Which is... may, may fill us in why he's Ooh, with someone's Christiana. Someone's cooking a burger. Enough. Um, uh, yeah, maybe. So... Y'all, he's got long, long hair. 
he is traditionally a Native American, but he's only half. He's only half. But he's all in, y'all. He's all in. He's making like full on. He's he goes to powwows. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like got feathers looks, and everything. Yeah, but it, yet he looks as white as the snow that Mother Earth gives us. He looks like a more boring version of Weird Al Yankovic. That is a, a suit. <laughs> that is exactly what he looks like without the songwriting skills. Yes. Yes. He looks and like straight hair. He looks like a guy you would just see buying corn nuts at a Stuckies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just in yep. any in yep. any way. Yep. Like nothing is interesting about him. Barbecue or regular, not ranch. No. He would not ranch. Mm, regular or barbecue, definitely. Yep, definitely. God, I love ranched corn nuts. Ranch corn that's my road trip. Your thing. breath I, smells terrible. I, but who I, I the love fuck a ranch cares? corn nut and a Dr. Pepper. Um, and just driving down the highway <laughs> and I'm eating my corn nuts again. And I'm driving down the highway. Yo, that's a cut from I'm Smothered. Here with you. Y'all, if you haven't listened to our Smothered podcast, um I You're you're getting it because if you're you know on the eight dollar tier, you get it. Lord have mercy, because it's a terrible show. We I enjoy the podcast. I wouldn't want to be any of you who watch the show on the regular. We've though. only got like two more episodes, I think, of that. Okay. I guess I'm sad. Yay. 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 Anyway, uh, so uh, he, uh, Christiana, they have met. I don't. They met on a prison dating site. He is. He actually went on a prison dating yeah. site, and we're going to find a little more about him, mm-hmm. you guys. Uh, one thing about Christiana, you guys, she had a prison violation, and it's escape. Hold on, I want to stop you. <laughs> I've got to stop <laughs> or you parole, before parole we violation. even get to Christiana. John has an eagle wing in his <laughs> fucking does. freezer, y'all. <laughs> He's putting an eagle wing in his freezer, and he opened his freezer, y'all. That refrigerator door had rust all over it. Yeah, this is not sanitary. This is not a good house. This is not. He probably does amateur taxidermy. In the words of Madonna, "Love don't live here anymore in this house." <laughs> in fact, you abandoned me. Love don't live here anymore. Driving up up and down I thirty five East, <laughs> listening to that song I thirty five East. Boy, been there, had to get on the six thirty five. Oh, oh. Rem- isn't it funny how like it's a great song? That's when Madonna was thinking she she got a new vocal coach and uh-huh. she had a better voice she a little she bit. Sounded good, yeah. She didn't really. No, it was kind of kind of oh, a little back. You abandoned me. Yeah. Love don't live here. One vocal coach told her, you put things back, you sound more trained. They were wrong. Come on. She was, the, it's the same album of, uh, it used to be on a playground. Um, Madonna's not a singer. She's a performer. That's okay. Oh, God. I still love don't her. Don't you dare criticize Madonna. I'm not. She fought so hard for us. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I still love her. I love her. Don't come for Madonna, y'all. He's a Madonna don't queen. Don't come for Madonna. I am a Madonna queen, and I will always be. I, I will always give her my money because what she did for gay people, she was talking about gay rights in yep. like ni- the late 80s. Like 1989. Yeah. Yep. Nobody was listening. Yep. Nobody. Now, these days, she's a little sad, but to be honest. it's But you got, it's but like Gaga. Y'all, Nobody talked about trans people when I for saw, Gaga. When I saw Confessions on a Dance Floor uh, uh, tour about 
seven or eight years ago, I lost my mind. I, I've, I haven't seen it a tour since then. I did see Blonde Ambition, too. Oh, Changed wow. my life. I was still, I was still my mom's tummy. In utero, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I just know more than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so Christiana, you guys, she they've been dating for three months. Why would you have an Eagles whatever? It's bad. Uh, and On the wings and of a snow white dove. Uh, that's not necessary. So uh, she does call him. She's like, I can't wait to see you. Oh, my God. You know what else? I can't wait to suck your dick. No. Does it suck or sit on your dick? Suck. Oh, I thought it was. For your four. Oh, I got, thought it was sit on your dick. I can't wait to beat your bee. Sorry, y'all. That was wishful thinking. Beat your bee. <laughs> that would have been me. When it happened, I went, oh, oh, wow. oh, oh. And John's just like, oh, my. Oh, my. Y'all. And then. When you can, when you, some grip who was, who was filming this scene probably went, <laughs> That's the first time that grip has laughed in 10 years. 10 years. But I don't know if a lot of y'all noticed this, but John went, oh my. But y'all, John has two moles. He has, I, <laughs> of course, need to talk about he this. He had one on the left side of his face. It's like Frankenstein's plugs. And then he had, <laughs> yes, and then he had another one on the right side of yes. his face. It's a little smaller. And they had a commentary about John getting his dick sucked as well. And you know what, y'all? They have really interesting names. Uh-huh. The one on the left is Ebony, and the one on the right is Ivory. <laughs> and the thing is, they're both white. Yes. But it's just, you know. So, anyway, as soon as she said, I want to suck your dick, John was speechless. That's because, because Ebony, is Ebony on the left side? Ebony's on the left. Ebony's on the left, and Ebony said... Well, I do not think that you should be meeting this girl out of nowhere. You know, for a long time, we have talked that you should meet a nice girl. And it has only been come to my attention recently that you have a trash taste for women. And then the, the mole on the right side of his face, Ivory, said, Well, you know, I just got kind of go for... What my heart feels, and I think you should let me do whatever I like. And I'm native, so I'm gonna do what the great spirit tells me. So I think you should just like you. You need to like we're gonna we're gonna put some benzoyl peroxide on you and see what happens. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say y'all gonna like it, but it made it was it was true. Ebony and Ivory, Ebony y'all. and Ivory, we're speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. The wow. weirdest thing is they're like almost in similar places. Yes. It's like they were designed. It's like they were designed. Yeah, it's it looks, not like Anna, y'all. They're not like one one axis. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's like they're those somebody posted Ray posted in our sissy squad. Y'all, sissy squads our private Facebook group. And come at us. We have fun in there. And Ray posted some technical term, and I Google it. It's when people put beads in their penis. <gasps> no. Yes. No, I don't want to see it. And it kind of like this. I don't want to see that. They look gross. I don't get Y'all, I guess no it gives one, people more pleasure whenever no they do stuff. No one wants to see beads in penises. Don't but post I, that but shit, But I think Ray. maybe it like makes women go gooshy goosh. I'll pass. But nobody wants that. No. No. Anyway. So... Um, um, Can't wait to suck your dick. <laughs> so they know each other. So they met on the dating site. She had a parole violation because she escaped from a halfway house. Yeah. 
And then they've been dating for three months, and now she's about to get out. And John's decided it's time to get married. And he has been married four times before. And engaged twice. Yeah, and he has to like think of it like it has to come to him. He has it's very disturbing. He has six children with one woman that he's been with for like 20 years. But then he still has two other children. Y'all, this idiot made eight children in the it's world. Disturbing. If there's not a reason why some people should just have a mandatory vasectomy. I agree. He's def- he, he definitely like, needs sterilization. He is... Just polluting the world yep. with these brain cells. We should put that in some, uh, we should sterilize in water fountains sometimes. Sometimes. Come on. Some people don't Y'all, need to have I'm kids. I'm not a fan of eugenics, but sometimes it needs to happen. <laughs> you know. We're not going to get letters about that. No. Anyway, his brother Cordell, <laughs> which sounds like a sordid lives name. That's what I thought. Cordell. Cordell. Y'all, y'all, Cordell's got a shirt that says, I beat a burger challenge. That's what I said. No, it was. His shirt said. <laughs> Do these people show up thinking they're going to be on television? I beat the Wook Don Burger Pit Challenge. Okay, anyway. Y'all, that means it was a really big burger. Like the kind you get at Fat Burger. I want to talk about his hair. Does he have dyed red hair? Yes, and like a French dyed. braid? That's dyed, and it's in a French braid. You know... It, it actually had several braids. It kind of made me, between that and watching Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead this weekend. He reminded me of Kenny. What happened to French braids? I miss a uh, good French braid. They died, thank goodness. I don't know. Come at me, ladies, if or men with long hair, if you miss a good French braid. Uh, anyway, Brother Cordell is hurt. I don't want to, don't interrupt me here because I need to get all this out before I scream laugh. Yes. Cordell is helping him turn his truck into a makeshift wedding chapel and honeymoon suite. Hopefully, she'll say yes and get married on the way to the halfway house. Take a take moment. A, take a, so, <laughs> are they going to fuck in the back seat while someone else is driving on the way I to the halfway I assume that there is, uh, that they're going to play Johnny Cash on the way there, and he fucks her with the rhythm of the Johnny Cash song. Which, by the way, y'all, she's going to get pregnant the first time. He's yeah. got super sperm. So, again, they're building a wedding chapel in his truck that she's going, they will get married. Then their honeymoon suite will be on the way to the honeymoon to the yes. to the to the halfway house, which is three hours away. So, I, I I'm kind of I'm kind of without speech here. I in one way that's pretty pretty that's that's some ingenuity. I mean, John's not a dumb guy because yeah. I think he has to go directly from the prison to the halfway, halfway house. house. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of they've got to be there like that day. They yeah. got to be there in a, in a certain amount of time without passing go. Yeah. Speaking of your drinks, I over need to there. drink because yeah. it's just too much. It's a lot. Anyway, um, uh, so anyway, so he gets a visit from his eighteen-year-old daughter, Sapphire. Sapphire. What are the other names of the children? Um, their can names we count are. These? Can we count these on our hands? Um, Tiger. Eagle, Heaven, uh, Elijah, uh, Ginger Root, and then there's uh, there's comedy, uh, <laughs> tragedy, 
<laughs> Bucky. Penny. Pity. <laughs> yeah, Pity. I forgot about Penny. Sue. Um, Sue. Then there's... Uh, Zero. Zero. <laughs> he always loved that name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's Rick. Ed. Rick. And then his twin brother, Ola. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Marguerite. Marguerite. Mm-hmm. Margarita, strangely. Mm-hmm. That's a really hard thing um, to know. Lafayette from when I was in that to kill a vampire face. Uh and then um then one who's just named <laughs> It's just the infinity symbol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Gary. And Gary. And Gary. Let's not forget Leo, little no, young Gary. Don't forget Gary. Mm-hmm. Y'all some of those names that we just said are real. Yeah. They're all real. Wow. So he's making some kind I of I kind of want to meet the woman he's had six kids with. Can you imagine? It's just I think that's the other guy who's had six kids. Who? Sean. Oh, Sean had nope, six kids. But we don't know if how many how many he's had so with one woman. John has had eight kids with all different women probably. Yeah. Wow. Who would fuck John? I don't know. Y'all come at me if you I would don't fuck know. John. I, I need don't to know, know. I need to know the circumstances of when you would fuck a guy like John. Because you're fucking John, Ebony, and Ivory. It's <laughs> a lot. And they're going at you like, yeah, I, I've never, I've never had this experience before. I tell you, she is not. She's quite not fetching the way we normally have. Well, you know, she's just just... a warm hole, and sometime I need a warm hole. (laughs) 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 I'm tired. I'm going to come, too. My name is Ebony. I'm going to (laughs) call. The moles come, too, y'all. That's the deal. (laughs) (laughs) The moles come with John. He's like a sprinkler. (laughs) But they just but they just shoot out pus. Just pus. <laughs> Gross. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so oh, he has Jesus. not told any of his children that he's even dating someone. Right. Let alone, he tells Sapphire, hey, I met someone. They're in prison. And the children don't know. And I'm going to pick her up, and I'm going to marry her and fuck her <laughs> and probably give you another little sibling. And she just goes, okay. Kind of like, <laughs> and then we find out from Sapphire who says, I just don't want you to go back to jail. So he's been incarcerated before. Well, honestly, it makes all the sense in the world. He was a forger. Yeah. And he, y'all, he basically changed numbers on a check. Um, I also, I gotta say, their extensive chore charts on the wall. (laughs) Extensive what? Chore charts. Oh, there was? A myth. Of what child should do. I mean, Eagle had to empty the dishwasher. Like, Bearfuck had to, like, like uh, fold the laundry. Here's the deal, too. Mushroom. If there were, like, <laughs> if there were legitimate indigenous names. I grew up in Oklahoma. Yeah. I know some people with some, like, Native American names. This was all bullshit. This is all bullshit. And I'm not, I'm not saying that he's not half Native American. I'm saying... Uh, I'm saying he doesn't brother, know how to name his kids. Brother, really, he you protest too much. It's a little, it's a little much. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 
So uh, it turns out she Googles, Sapphire Googles all the Christiana 30 felonies. Even John was like, I didn't know it was that oh, extensive because oh. John never did that. Oh. Because he said, you know, if I get a twingy feeling, that's bad. I didn't get a twingy feeling with her, so I trust her. People can change. I think after four wives, you can count out your twingy feelings. <laughs> yeah. I think you need to realize twingy feelings don't work. I think it means that your normal instincts are wrong. Are wrong. Or like Catherine O'Hara in uh, in Waiting for Guppin. He's helping me change my instincts, or at least ignore them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need to learn. So, yeah, he... Um, and he's a little concerned that she's a Christian and not a nativist as he is. Yeah. So native uh, uh, from from Native American normal religion that he has. And I guess with with nativist and with nativist religion, if you get married, you're like married you, for life. You can't get divorced. Good luck, Johnny. Good, Good luck, I guess. Johnny. I guess all the other divorces were. Maybe he found native religions after all these women. But you know what? And I don't mean this in a judgmental way, but I'm like, how serious do you fucking take marriage? Yeah, he's a. If fu- you've been married four times and engaged twice, John's a fucking loser. He's a loser. Yeah. I, again, every single one. There's not a single person. In uh, from the non inmates, actually, maybe, maybe the one we're going to talk about next in the last two, I think, have the best impulses. Maybe I'm, I'm kind of okay with what's her name, Jessica, uh, but not Bill. I'm a little worried for Jessica because with everybody else, we met the person that they're in love with. That's true. We have we not did met not him. meet Maurice. Mm. We we do see him later on though. We do, but we've never met him. Right. Shall we move on to... Oh, he is so hot. Quavon and Chevelle. Quaylon. Quaylon. Like Qua- Quaylon. No, no, or like Quaylon. They call him Quaylon. Oh. Not Quaylon. But Quaylon. you said something different. Whatever. I think I said... I, I pronounced it wrong. Um, I'm I, not judging you for it because really, his name is Quaylon. And her Quaylon. name is Chevelle like a... Like a like Chevy a, Chevelle. Can we call her Shovel? <laughs> No, her name's Chevelle. (laughs) You know what it just reminds me of? It's ridiculous, though, the way her name is spelled. It looks like Shovel. I'm surprised her mom's not name. His name isn't Pontiac. Yeah. Uh, Although, her mother's name is Sylvia. I know. Um, Quaylon, whatever his name is. Arm robbery. Arm robbery. 12 years. Arm robbery. 12 years. (laughs) Uh, uh, Chevelle is a shovel. Uh, Chevelle is a single mother, and this time she wants to do it the right way. She does. So the right way is obviously marrying a prisoner. I'm like, <laughs> well, and the, yeah. And the, <laughs> Hold on. Because she needs Take to have a, a moment. Man. Y'all. Take a moment. You do not God need to have. Chevelle. If you're a single woman out there with a kid, I just want to say. You do not need a man to do you it. You don't need a You're man. You're doing it the right way now. You don't need a man. You're doing it the right way. You don't need a man. You don't need that. You don't need a man. Chevelle, you don't need that. You, you just, don't need a man. You just need a different name. <laughs> I wonder how many people have called her Shovel or Shovel. I don't know. Shavel. It's S-H-A-V-E-L, y'all. Y'all, to the word Shave. With an L on the end. <laughs> it is. Shavel. 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 
You know what? That's more. That's better than than shovel. Shavel. Shavel. Sounds yeah. Jewish. Shavel. Come here, shavel. Shavel. Come here. Sit on Bubby's lap. On Bubby's. It's not. She's <laughs> Chevelle. So they've been dating her and Qua- Quaven. They they met Quaven. Yeah, I think it's Quaven. No, it's with a Y. Q U A Y. Quaven. Quay. It really sounds like they say You're Quaylen. You're right. Yeah, Quaylen. Like Quaylen. Yeah. Like Quaylen. They've met. They met through a friend. Through a friend. He. This is the thing. He wanted someone to, as he said, talk to while he was in prison. Which I googled. That's a thing. No. Again, they talk about on the earth. Yeah. It's such a thing of they want they someone to connect with. It's something I've learned. A lot of people think that, and they do, that these, especially men in prison, just want to meet women to fuck with them. It's not. What a lot of them miss. It's like a lifeline. Well, what a lot of them miss is in prison, It's and this is why it's so hard to be LGBTQ, <laughs> God forbid, if you're trans in prison. Because it's so difficult. Poor fucking people. But what they're actually missing is there's no, what, just from what I've learned from the pocket, that podcast, is that... You, there's not sensitivity, vulnerability, yeah. affection, kind of softness is not valued, ha- nor has any place in prison. And a lot of these men f- really have these beautiful old school pen pals because yeah. these are the only people that they feel like they get that tenderness. Like a lot of these men talk about that they miss their mothers. Yeah, so they're really like looking for a lot of them, not all of them, we can't generalize, but a lot of them are kind of looking for this mothering figure in their life, which when you say that, think about Chevelle and who she is and what she's doing. Yeah, she's a mom. kind of makes sense because she fits that type. I can see me writing my, or talking to my mom in prison. So mom, I, um, uh, yeah, today was kind of rough. Um, someone got shaved. <laughs> well, you know what? If you wouldn't have fucking got caught, you wouldn't be in prison. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll see you in ten years. You know what your mother would say, Jaybird? You think this is hard for you? Imagine. <laughs> You're right. I can't even. She didn't make it. I can't even I go can't. to Belks anymore <laughs> because they. What am I supposed to say to them, Jaybird? The people at Burke's Outlet Burke's know Outlet, you're in yes. jail. Do you know how hard that is for me? <laughs> I can't walk in there anymore, even on the Memorial Day sale. I'm a convict's mother. <laughs> she would totally say that to you. She would. And then she would say. Jaybird, what did I do wrong? Oh, she would. She's what like, did I do wrong? Like, what, was I a terrible mother? This was my fault, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> Y'all, one day we're gonna do my. We're gonna get my mother by satellite, as I always say. Put her on the jumbotron. I might. I might be sick that show. Let Poodle handle that one um, himself. But and she'll she she will freak the fuck out. Oh yeah, yeah. So um. Uh. So anyway, y'all. So. She's so Chevelle is having a dinner with her family. Her mom's there, Sylvia, yeah. her Sylvia's, cousin Walter. Sylvia's got a gold lip that is making a statement. I'm glad you brought that up. All I can do is stare at it. So I want to say <laughs> for especially women of color, black women, dark skinned Latina women, you can make bold choices. Gold is maybe one of my favorite eyeshadow colors. Lip. Eh. <laughs> But this is what I want to say is that if she had done like a a plum or even like a blush lip with a little bit of gold in the middle of the lip, 
and or she chose not to. She's not wearing any eyeliner no, or dark none. shadow. Y'all know how she I just feel does, about eyeliner and no. She just oh. does lips and eyeshadow. Y'all, if she did that that gold eyeshadow with a little like with a with a dark black or brown eyeliner with a little smudge of like a forest green on their corners of her lids, gorgeous. I mean, it honestly looks like she was panning for gold with her mouth. Yep. It does. <laughs> it does. And that's what happens when you don't put it on any. It's not enough. Uh, yeah. It's bad. You know what? Because probably Sylvia is tired. <laughs> she's probably, she cooked. She's raising all, of, she's raising her kids. She it is was busy just, and that's all the time she had. It was so distracting. Every time Sylvia was talking, I'm like, I just see the gold dust on the, the middle it of your lip. It was not great. <laughs> it was not great. It was, it was definitely between Lindsay's uh, Harlequin makeup. And this, oh these no, were this was the, much better than Lindsay to me. That, well, that's true, but I'm saying these were the two moments that stood out with makeup choices. Well, I think great um, because Chevelle, she's pretty. She's a pretty woman. She is. She's she put is. together well. Um, she's also <sighs> so she's there with her cousin Walter and y'all, y'all cousin Walter, voice of reason. <laughs> uh, cousin Demark, and yes, his name's Mark with a D. So Demark. I'm assuming it's Demark. Yeah, cousin Demark is um, hot. Demark could get on to this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I would, I would ride. <laughs> Whoa! I, w- I would ride. Whoa! <laughs> I would ride cousin Mark's the dick. I would, I would <laughs> beep his, <laughs> and then I, <laughs> then I, <laughs> beep, beep, I would ride his beep, <laughs> and then and then eat <laughs> his beep, <laughs> and his, and then <laughs> beg for his beep, <laughs> and then. <laughs> yeah, y'all, DeMarc. Whoa. DeMarc can defuck me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Man. DeMarc can de- have me y'all. anytime he de- wants. If DeMarc has a de- <laughs> only fans, sign me de- <laughs> up. Sign me de- I am. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh, man. Whoa. I'd have to, and y'all, anyway, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to almost excuse myself in the interior room. Demark, it's huge. Yeah, and he knows how to def- he knows how to defuck, ooh, as we say. Whoa! Now, um, <laughs> Quaylon is cute too. He's a handsome Quaylon. Quaylon, I know it's strange, too, but he seemed not cute next to Demark. Sec. Yeah, when so Demark showed up, it was like I I forgot where I was. What? Oh, yeah. I remembered exactly where I wanted to be. So, and we also find out, you guys, that uh, she was uh, uh, Chevelle was an aspiring rapper in her youth, and she basically got fleeced by a con con man. Yeah, and they took a lot of money. Fifteen and then grand, the, and then Sylvia's like, "I'm just worried this is happening again." Chevelle's a daughter too. We should say, really yeah. beautiful daughter. Her name was something like I missed it. Papity pop. It was <laughs> it was some weird name. I don't know what her name was. They the whole family needs better choices. It was like of names. sprinkle pie crust. Yeah, I don't was, even remember what the name was. I, I couldn't I couldn't go back because I knew I would fuck it up and someone would call me racist. Sylvia so. started a trend and it didn't go well. No, didn't go well. Not shavel, <laughs> my little shavel. <laughs> Everything is now <laughs> like I'm a Jewish grandfather. Now, so my little shavel. Cousin Demark does not a fan of Quaylon. No, 
nor is cousin Walter. He said he does, they don't like the way he treats her. We don't know what that is. Yeah, we're a little clueless at that. They have, however, they haven't met and had sex in person. They have had phone sex. Some freaky deaky phone and, sex. And uh, Quaylen was really excited about her touching herself all over. She's like, I don't know. I'm just trying to do what I can. She pulled a poodle line. She's like, I just want to. He's talking about touching me, and I just want to fuck. <laughs> You know, I did have since I did have sex. I've had phone sex a little bit. Well, Piano Cat seventy seven yeah. is coming on Chatterbait. Piano Cat seventy seven is doing what she can. <laughs> what she's doing? Uh huh. Um, I'm not showing my face though. So I will. So I will say about these two. Yeah, I feel like they have the best chance. They seem the most together. I agree, and they seem the most committed and the most normal. He actually seems more together in a way in, than she mentally than she is. I think he's changed. I think prison has changed him, the, and prison has rehabilitated him. He's saying all I, the right things. We we may regret saying this, but he does seem the most. He does seem the most ready to go live a life on the outside. And yep. yes, because he talks about which a lot of again a lot of black men talk about this that on, on podcast and um, just for personal people I've talked to is that a lot of you know a lot of and I bet you that uh, Maurice probably has a similar story where th- there's anger there's there's gang violence things they get into and they yeah, go he into was in jail at seventeen they go into prison so angry and upset which is what I just want to add like a little empathy of like. What we see, again, I really watched 13. That's a great documentary. But what we're seeing in what black men, imagine when you're seeing all these black men killed all the time, what that does to your psyche. I would be angry too. So anyway, but I'm saying all this because it seems like he has processed that and realizes that he said that this was, she was, instead of a lot of these people are like, this person's giving them money. Yeah. She actually... Like I was talking to you earlier, they've had these conversations that help kind of break down his walls. I want to, besides talking about uh, how these people are breaking them down racially, I want to talk about age. It seems like the women who are getting out of, both women who are getting out of jail are finding much older men. Oh, yes. And the men are finding women who are comparable ages, maybe a little older. Yeah, maybe. Uh, what do you think about that? I think that um, women are definitely the smarter species. <laughs> that's what I think. Breach. That's 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 what I think. What do you think? But I'm saying, do you think they are playing upon older men who can't get the women that we met so far? It's uh, Christiana, Christiana, uh, and Lindsay, Lindsay and uh, we're going to meet. Uh, we're going to meet Destiny. Yes. Um, I think all the women are taking advantage of the men. Agreed. Just for... for, Agreed. Yeah. I think the women who are with the men, uh, the the male inmates may have the best chance here. Possibly, yeah. Not saying the women don't have a chance, you guys, but boy... They just don't seem to be in it for the right reasons. Yeah, for the right reasons. So, um... Uh, so, but now, but Quaylen calls her, because he's about to get out, and says, I need a favor from you, Chevelle. Can you go pick up my mother 
on the way to Bowling Green to get him. Great. We because have her- to deal with the mother because she was having fuck dreams. Yeah. She was just going to go, the, as 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 Quaylen says, we're going to get a hotel room with the chocolate like, and the music she, and me coming out like a gladiator. Gladiator. She, she already had her Maxwell playlist set up on Spotify. By the way, y'all, great. his idea of a sex rendezvous has way too many mixed messages. You don't need a gladiator. You don't need I'm kinda, chocolate. I'm actually kind of. You don't need chocolate. You don't. You don't need. need a, you don't need music. You just need thucky. I kind of like that gladiator thing. I like those boots that tie up their calves. Listen, I'm kind of into listen, that. Listen, when you're out of jail, like just sit me on that just, shield and just no. Ooh, when you're out of let jail, let me be your Trojan horse. Just fuck. You you can get the more interesting stuff later. Just fuck. But it doesn't I, need to be special. But so here's the deal. And again, from just literature and stuff I've read and heard, a lot of them, it isn't, though, about just the fucking. It is about this is someone that is that has helped him be a better man. And so it's that intimacy and tenderness. I think that's probably what he wants is just as much or more than just sexing. I know this is hard for <laughs> I'm processing to, y'all. He's literally sitting I'm here. I'm processing like someone's just told me the world is flat. I literally just could say, "Did you know the sky's green for the rest what? of time?" And he was like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> no, I I get that. So I think this fantasy though is part of when poodle. Let me just explain something to you. When you love someone you're actually having sex with and you know their name, you want to do something special for them. No, it's not about love. It's about just like keeping it kind of like unfettered when you first come out. That's what I'm saying. You don't I, – I understand they're having to be, make it bigger and bigger. But the more you build something, you guys, the more like moving parts it has. It's true. Yeah. I know so, how to have sex with love, you <laughs> asshole. He does. You know what? I'm Poodle's much more in, romantic than you. You are. You, you've been in several relationships. Several. You have. I've been. I've been in a lot. And you know what? I've loved all of them in their own way. Which is why. And then I've sent all of them on their way. <laughs> which is why we have no money because you did this. None of them were rich. Um, should we move on to our last? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I can't wait y'all. to meet Mom, because Mom, Waylon's mom is controlling y'all, and she wants him to move back to Quaylen. Texas. Whatever. Quaylen. <laughs> Quaylen's mom wants him to move back to Texas, so it's going to be a shit show with her and Shovel. So, y'all... <laughs> <laughs> you told me I couldn't I, say it! I actually meant to say Chevelle there, and because of you asshole, <laughs> I said Shovel. God damn you. Oh, Quaylen and Shovel, y'all. It's I really the like... match made in hell. I do like Chevelle. Shavel. Shavel, that was it. What a beautiful shavel you have. Shavel, shavel, shavel. <laughs> I made her out of clay. Uh, anyway, y'all, uh, our next I one is uh, Sean and Destiny, spelled D-E-S-T-I-N-I-E. So Hold should... on while I puke in a uh, garbage can. It should be Destiny. Destine or Destinier. Destinier. Yes. Um, uh, escape. Stolen property. Possession. Strike possession. Two years. 
a lot of shit. Although, y'all, y'all, she's had a rap sheet since she was 14. 14. This is the biggest debacle of the season. Count me in. <sighs> this one is going to be a mess. So, she's dating Sean. So she is, how old is she? Like uh, right. 27. They seem, and Sean is 45. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about this. Is I'm going to offer three explanations for Sean's teeth and mouth. Um, he had an upper plate partial put in, mm-hmm. which kind of reminds me of chiclets. Uh-huh. Very white. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, he doesn't have enough money to get his lower partials done, which his teeth are fucked. Mm-hmm. Number three, he just has used a lot of whitening on his upper teeth, and they're real, and they look like horse teeth. Come at us, orthodontic sissies. Yeah, I think it's number one. I think he's I just think it's had number a one. top partial. These teeth are like a row of chiclets, y'all. It's, but his bottom teeth, it's like, it's like he just gargles with Mountain Dew every morning. <laughs> the bottom teeth are a horror show. They're a horror show. Yeah. And even Maybe though, he's it, done drugs. It Maybe even, it's meth. Possibly. It even affects his speaking, you guys. Yeah. Um, anyway, he's a mechanic. He's, a, he's talking with his coworker, Hector. Hector. Uh, and Hector's a shady Hector's, motherfucker. Hector's like, this guy's dead. He literally is like, he might die. He's going to steal everything. Hector She's steal actually everything said that. Uh, it turns out, you guys, Sean and Destiny, spelled with an I-E, have never met. No. That's a red flag. He's the one that his longest relationship was 22 years, and they have six, he has six kids with six her. Six kids with the ex-wife. Um, and and then, now, Destiny is pretty. She is. At least in her pictures. <laughs> She's got a neck tattoo. Pablo even said, his other co-worker said, I'd, I'd like Buckhart. However, y'all, we're going to talk about this. We haven't met Destiny. No. Because Destiny says she doesn't want to meet in person because she's gained weight she's in prison. She's gained weight in prison. Um, so we don't know what she looks like. And so Destiny does call while they're working on a, while they're working on a car. And the first thing we hear is, I've been calling you five times. What you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Great introduction. Great introduction. To Miss Destiny. Welcome to... Welcome to Welcome to Lalu. Welcome to Lalu. Lalu. <laughs> Lalu world. I could say that all day. Anyway, so uh, she's, she basically tells him he, she's getting out sooner. Yes. And I need to go to the bail bondsman. And um, you need to think of this as like a down payment on our relationship. <sighs> and that's when I went, holy, holy fuck. shit. She's going to be horrible. Y'all, if someone ever wants you to pay money to make a, quote, down payment on your relationship that you're going to have, run. 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 Run run screaming. This is not good. This is like scarlet red flag. Yeah. Awful. Black flag. This is is the most doomed relationship of the show. Yeah. So so he's already sent her thousands of dollars. 35,000. I said thousands and yeah, yeah thirty five thousand um, dollars. And Hector says that Sean is a trustful person. It's not going to go well. Um, she says I'm getting out sooner than I think. So you've got to go to the bail bondsman. And he's he's calling it, you guys. So he's like, yeah, sure. This is Operation Free Destiny. 
Again, I think we could have workshopped the operation Shindia. name a little yep. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like how Kathy on Smothered called uh, her daughter uh, No Information Carly. Yeah, No Information <laughs> Carly. I think this is more Operation Your Life's About to Go Into the Shitter. Yeah. but how? And this is why they're a shit show, because they end the call and Destiny says, you make me a better person, for real. For real. For real. And then the producer says, have you been honest with Destiny? He and goes, well, no. There's a few things I haven't told her. There's a few things her, I haven't really told her. But uh, I'm afraid that would scare her away. I'm going to sing like a gopher. Because <laughs> of my teeth. <laughs> Y'all, it's not going to go well when he surprises her. This is going to be a fucking debacle. Um, so, you guys, he goes to bail bondsman Greg. Greg Padilla, the bail bondsman. Padilla. Greg Padilla, if he Padilla. can, no one can. The double, get the your double. bail bonds from Greg. He'll get you out of prison. <laughs> get you out of prison. Get you out of prison today. I'm Greg. <laughs> I just knew you were going to sing that end because you love you like me. You love a tripled ending. Get you out of prison. Get you out of prison. Get, get you out of prison. prison. Yeah, I'm I love a tripled ending. I'm great. That's the way it is. Um. Anyway, y'all, because Greg Padilla does have Padilla. That's what I said. Padilla. I just said yeah, that. You were you, you still put an L there. I said Padilla. I did not. It's with a Y. But you, you said Padilla earlier. I did the first time, just to make you upset. Well, you, you, it worked. <laughs> but you know, y'all, come at us if you've seen Greg Padilla's commercials. I've never seen them. He's in Sacramento. I don't know. I want to see him because you know he has great Bell Bonds commercials. Greg Padilla, get your loved one out of jail today. Um, anyway, so he, uh, Greg tells him that you know that the fifty thousand dollar bail guarantees his appearance and you owe me a tenth of that which is five thousand and i should just tell you that she's getting out tomorrow and i also should tell you that the last time she got out she cut off her ankle monitor (laughs) and if she runs you're gonna have to pay fifty thousand dollars i gotta say y'all if they gave this bitch an ankle monitor like a true poodle I'd gnaw off my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, get, I'd get that ankle monitor off. Um, <sighs> and he also tells her, tells him that she's been in and out of jail since she was 14 and the release date's tomorrow. And uh, the I just want to say, I just kind of, the business of this and how it takes advantage of people is pretty gross. It is. You mean bail bonds in general? Yeah. It really made me sad. Um, That is the American spirit. It's gross. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying that's how we've monetized our prison system. It's gross. It's really gross. We need to change that. Not that I know how. Um, uh, I don't know how it is other places. I don't in in Europe. I I don't know if it's like this in Europe or not. I know in some European countries that they really rehabilitate their prisoners. Like yeah. they actually have a a good quality of life because they want them to come out not right angry at society. But I, but our prisons are also based on slave labor. So yeah, and I'm and I'm not saying that uh, 
in that model. I'm not, when I say it, the American way, it is the American way to make money off of any time, any place you can. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's what our country's built on. I'm not saying yeah. that's good or bad. No, you guys. I'm not saying that either. But not great here. Anyway. Communist! I'm sitting next to a commie, y'all. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, anyway, that's the show. She's got, this is not, this is going to be horrible, and it's going to be great. I want to say one thing. Where you're kind of wondering, like, why is Sean in this? Sean's dad was in prison. Yep. And Sean's dad turned his life around. So he's got this belief. That might make him better. to his father, who I think is dead. If he does this. Oh, you think that's? I think there's something in it, yeah. That's it, y'all. That's the show. We don't have any shout-outs or anything to do on this. No. Show. We're done. Y'all, you can listen to our other shows on Gatrio, our other uh, classic 90-day you can listen to at the $5 tier. We've got Love is Blind if you're new. We've got Tiger King if you're new. We've got else, Too Hot uh, to too Handle. Too Hot to Handle if you're new. We've got labor of love. We got labor. You can skip that. Don't watch that one. Y'all. Just skip it. That show. It's so a really bad. good theme song, though. Yeah, the people enjoy the podcast. Yeah. Listen to the podcast. We got smothered, y'all. Don't watch smothered, the show. Smothered's awful. Smothered but is the podcast is great. Anyway, y'all, uh, what's our sign off for this show? We don't have one. I mean, it kind of almost could be the same, but uh, I think we're gonna have fun doing this show. I think it's gonna be. <laughs> A, a, a sh- as as um, Pumps from Sweet Home Oklahoma says, a lazy Susan of shit show sandwiches <laughs> of love. I think that's what it's going to be. Anyway, you can go to 90daygays.com and find all of it. You can find our merch. You can find all of our show and information there. Um, and y'all come at us on the regular podcast and on our gate. We appreciate our gatrons. Very much. Yes. You guys are the wind beneath our wings. Now, what else do people, so they are new, get at the $8 tier? The $8, you get the Bi-Curious episode yes. every month. Which we've done. You also get a discount code. What? Bi-Curious episode? I don't even remember. We've done it. I don't even remember what it was. Uh, Married at First Sight Australia. Oh, yeah. We, we also Married did Live Love Live or Find Love Find Live. Find Love Live. We just did. That was fun. Yeah. Live, so, yeah. I always said live, love, laugh. Live, love, laugh. Um, Every basic white woman's got that on her wall, y'all. The way the Buy Curious episode works is once a month we do a show that's not 90-day related at all. We just found something. this show through Buy Curious. We did. So um, once we get to a certain memberships of we're Buy about Curious dollar, two-thirds of the way there. Once we get there, we're going to start doing two Buy Curious episodes right. a month. So but you get Labor of Love. Sorry. Fuck. Love after lockup, love after lockup, and all the by curious episodes. Yeah. So be sure to check that. And lastly, if you're listening to the regular podcast, we really appreciate it if you leave a podcast review. Claire's. And then y'all, we don't have a sign off for this. No, let's just try. We call these people lonely. We call hearts. these people lonely hearts because poodle, aren't we all lonely hearts looking for love? Yes. And if you are on the run from the cops and you're meth out of your mind. Put the pedal to the metal and go 140 and call us. Lock me up, roll away the key. I'm just a prisoner of love. I'm doing time, I'm doing fine. I'm just a prisoner of love.
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.